Welcome to Unleash the Awesome with Dave Gambrill. All of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that aren't being used to their full potential. Our mission is to share the people, tools, apps, and other resources that will help you unleash your awesome on the world. Yo, what's up? It's Dave. Welcome to another episode of Unleash the Awesome. Today, let's talk about the dreaded curse of knowledge and what you can do about it to leverage it for good in your own situation. So one of the things I find that commonly happens with people as I'm helping them or coaching them through launching a business online, especially if it's a knowledge commerce or an information product or something like that, where they are the authority, they're the expert, whatever you want to call them. Lots of times what I hear from people is something along the lines of, doesn't everybody know that already? So I'll say, hey, you should probably think about breaking it down like this. And, I, you know, my coaching clients will say, doesn't everybody already know that already? And that, my friends, is the dreaded curse of knowledge. You have knowledge and expertise. And so because you know it and it comes so easy to you, you will often reframe that and project it out on the world is, oh, that's so easy. That's so dumb. That's so simple. Like, what, doesn't everyone know how to do that? I mean, come on. Like, why would I teach on that? That's silly. Who's going to pay money for that? And my friends, when you have that thought process, that is probably exactly the thing you should be teaching and creating courses and information products on. Now, don't just run off and say, well, that, that makes sense. Dave said I should do that. You should probably do a little bit of market research first. I did an episode earlier on where I talked about how to do some quick market research. I'm looking up the episode number for you right now as I'm doing this. That one was called How to Do Free Market Research, Leveraging the Power of Amazon, Google, and whatever else. That's episode 55, so you may want to go listen to that. Episode 55, Unleash the Awesome. So obviously do a little market research, but if you find yourself saying that a lot, what I would do, and this is what I counsel a lot of the people that I work with to do, anytime you find something coming, find that something comes very easy to you, or that you just think it's simple, or you're amazed that other people struggle with it, write that down somewhere. Keep it in a notebook, or put it on a Trello board, or Evernote, or whatever it is you use to keep information and track information. Write it down. It might not be something you take action on right now, but I think you'll find that you'll start creating a list of things that you're really good at, you're really knowledgeable about, that come really easy to you now, because you've worked on it so hard. You've studied it so hard. You've You've put in the 10,000 hours or whatever to get to that point to make it feel so easy to you, right? In the learning process, we would call this unconscious competence. Unconscious competence. You don't even need to think about it. You could just do it. You are in the zone, okay? When you're at that situation, then that's where the curse of knowledge usually hits people. And because they know the stuff, they discount it and they say, well, doesn't everybody know that? And the answer to that is oftentimes, no, not everybody knows that. And people would actually pay really good money if you could teach them either a framework or I don't like this word shortcut, but um, a quicker way to maybe get to the results. Like a lot, let's face it, a lot of things you learned in school, it took a long time to learn. And if you have a better, faster, quicker way to say, listen, you don't need all the fluff. You don't need like all that theory and whatever. If you just want to learn this thing, here's my five-step framework. Here's my seven-step framework. Here's my nine-step framework, whatever. If you can help people learn it quicker, 
they'll pay money for that. People will cut a check for speed. Okay, people will cut a check for speed. Heard my friend Barry Baumgartner of Sage Event Management say that one time. So if you find yourself doing that, right, that, and this gets back to another issue that I talked about in another episode, actually, and I didn't think I was going to bring this one up either, but what then starts to happen is you have a confidence or a competence problem. And I did an episode on that. That was episode six, conquering the confidence competence loop. Episode six of Unleash the Awesome. You may want to listen to that too. But what happens is you start to think that either you don't have the competence or the expertise to teach people. And so therefore you don't have the confidence to teach it. And so you get stuck in this loop of confidence, competence, and you never get out of it. Right. And so that's where I spend a lot of time with my clients, just kind of grab them by the shoulders and shake them and say, listen, this is where the idea of fake it till you make it came from. Okay. Just go do it. Just take some action. You will start to find out that you do actually know what you're doing. You do have the competence. You, you can do it. You are an authority. You are an expert in the space. By the way, you don't need to be the number one expert in the entire world. People will actually be more likely to work with you if you're a little closer to them on the expertise scale, right? So if if the, the steps to success were 26 steps from A to Z and, and the most proficient people in the world, the experts were at Z, yes, you could pay for that, but most people could never get to that point or don't want to get to that point or couldn't relate to the things that the people at that space talk about. So if you're like at the midway point, you're at like L or M or N or something like that, you just need to target people who are just a few letters or a few steps behind you. You just need to be a chapter or two ahead. You don't need to be the authority or the expert. You can just be an authority or an expert or a great source of knowledge on the path to mastery, not at the end, on the path. And if you got to where you got, right, and you value whatever that knowledge is, there are other people that value that knowledge too. Last I checked, there's like 7.8 billion people in the world. Roughly 4.5 billion people have access to reliable internet at any given time. And with translation apps and everything else, you have a pretty big addressable market that you could go after. If you do the research that I talked about in that other episode, uh, do your market research, kind of drill down into a purple ocean, not a blue ocean, but a purple ocean. I talk about that a little bit in that episode and find where people are already spending money to solve that problem. If you just go into that situation and say, hey, here are some things that will help you in this space. I know you probably have a lot of frustration or you struggle with this or you had some headaches, a lot of pain, okay? Because remember, human beings are gonna do one of two things, avoid pain or go to pleasure. You kind of insert yourself in that arena, right? You take the curse of knowledge where we say, doesn't everybody know that? And you go, okay, that's the thing that I'm gonna talk about or teach on or become an authority about. And you step into that space and say, hey, are you sick of struggling with this? Are you sick of having frustration and headache about that? I can help you. I have spent my whole life doing this, or I've spent the last 10 years doing this, or I've become very successful in this space doing this, and I'm going to share with you my five-step framework, my seven-step framework. There will be some people that are further along than you on the path that will be like, that's dumb. Why are you teaching that? That's so silly. But trust me, trust me, there will be people that if you've done your homework and you lay out stuff like that, people will go, oh my gosh. Yes, shut up and take my money. And they'll want to learn from you. So beware of the curse of knowledge. Okay, that thing comes to us. We discount the things we know that we discount the things we can do. I was just listening to uh, a podcast, uh, Dr. Peter, Peter Atia. I think it's called The Drive, the name of his podcast. And he has 
um, Steve Levitt on it, and he's one of the um, he's one of the co-authors of Freakonomics and whatever Super Freakonomics. Those are some really good books on psychology and mostly economics, though. And he was talking about. Uh, I'm trying to get the episode for you so I can share it. Steve Levitt. It was episode 154 of Peter Atia's podcast called The Drive. He was talking about how he basically became one of the authorities in the economics space, and he won the highest award, one of the highest awards you can get in economics, was he was in college and he was taking a course. It was, I forget specifically what the course was, some economics thing probably. Um, and he came out, like, as he was sitting there, he was thinking to himself, I'm at Harvard and they're teaching me this stuff. And this is so basic. Like I've known this forever. This is so dumb. I can't believe my parents are spending so much money per credit to send me to Harvard. This is so dumb and so easy and so simple. And when he got out, he said to some of his friends who were in that class, Hey, wasn't that dumb? That was so simple. And everybody else in the class was like, I have no idea what that dude was talking about. Didn't make any sense to me. And he was kind of like, Oh, Right. And that was one of his realizations of like, well, this actually comes easy to me. Like, the, I kind of like this. It's kind of simple. Maybe I should lean into it. All right. And then, you know, he's he's got a great story that he tells on that podcast episode, but he has become one of the thought leaders in the space of economics, behavioral economics, economic theory. He's been kind of all over in micro and macro and all that stuff. But, you know, he's one of the thought leaders in the space of economics and behavioral economics. But he did that because he realized, like, wait, wait, this is so easy. Like, doesn't everybody know this? And he realized very quickly, no, that's not the case. That same thing happened to me. I was doing stuff um, on my path and some of the pivots that I've done on my career path. I was pivoting to being a leadership trainer and corporate trainer, corporate coach, whatever you want to call it. And I was, as I was learning that skill set, I encountered a bunch of people that said, wow, you got your stuff online. How did you do that? It's amazing that you're, you know, building your email list and you're running ads online or whatever. Like, how do you do that? And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's so easy. Like, why are people asking me? This is so, so dumb, so simple, right? Not judging them, but just the idea. And then more and more people kept saying the same things like, wow, it seems like you're on social media. How are you doing all that stuff? And I'm like, well, it's easy. I just do this, that, whatever. And like, whoa, 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 hold on. You do what? That's when I started to realize that this digital marketing space, where I have a Facebook group called Digital Marketing Mentorship, you should probably come check it out. I'll make sure the link is in the show notes for you. But over in Digital Marketing Mentorship, I stood up that Facebook group to help answer people's questions about monetizing their message online, how to get their stuff online, how to build an email list is what I talk about mostly. But all these other things that are around that topic, right? I'm not an expert in running ads or building membership groups or even on creating courses, but I know people who are, and I can make that connection for you because I decided to insert myself in that space as an authority because in that space, like some of these other people are further down the path to mastery than I am. And instead of me trying to learn it, and that's not stuff I'm really good at anyway, I'll just make the introduction for you. So I just kind of stay in my lane, helping people kind of newer to the space, maybe intermediates up to intermediates, how to build out a strong foundation for digital marketing, right? I'm not the expert. I'm actually not the expert in any one of the things. But if you think about if you were to go to med school or nursing school, there are two courses that you would have to take before you could take any significant course loads there. They would be medical terminology and anatomy and physiology. If you don't take those two things, the rest of the coursework wouldn't matter. So for me, that's kind of what I do in my digital marketing mentorship. On the path to mastery, 
I stay in that space of teaching people the terminology, right? The medical terminology. So I'm teaching people the marketing technology and the terminology and some of the things that are available to them. And then I teach them essentially the anatomy and physiology of good marketing campaigns, building your email list, things like that. And then I just kind of send them on their way to learn from other people as they kind of chase their own thing or go on their own path to mastery. But I was struck with the curse of knowledge for years and thought, doesn't everybody know this? And I never really did anything about it till I heard it multiple times. And then thankfully, I was listening to a good mentor that's, you know, kind of taught me essentially what I'm teaching right now. This idea of, look, if it comes really easy to you, that's probably exactly the thing you should lean into and teach and offer as a service. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but I trust you. So let me try it. And look what's happened, right? I don't think this podcast would be around if I didn't make that decision. All right, so as you find yourself, to recap, as you're finding yourself in a situation where you're like, man, that's so easy, that's so dumb, that's so simple, doesn't everybody know that? Write those things down. And if you find a couple of them that are in the same category, same theme or whatever, there's probably a really, really good chance that you could become an authority or an expert in that space, a teacher, a mentor, whatever term you want to use, in that space, and you could sell information products, whether courses or you know eBooks, $27, $47, recurring membership programs, you know, 47 bucks a month, 97 bucks a month, whatever, there would be people, I guarantee it, that would pay for the expertise you have if you created what my friend Stu McLaren calls a success path for them or a framework and say, hey, if you want to get better, you're currently here and you want to go from here to here, these are the steps that you should take. You would teach that. I think that's how you could turn the curse of knowledge from a curse to being something that will help you immensely in your business and your bottom line. Yeah, so that's it for today's episode of Unleash the Awesome. Do me a favor. If you like these episodes, please tell a friend. Tell them to check out Unleash the Awesome podcast. It's available anywhere you listen to podcasts, including on your Amazon Echo devices, your Google Home devices. You could just say, hey, play the Unleash the Awesome podcast. So invite a friend to check it out, share with a friend. Uh, and until next time, go unleash your awesome on the world. See ya. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Awesome. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share us on your favorite social media platforms using hashtag UnleashAwesome.